Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sam Podcast. I hope everybody's having a wonderful Thursday evening. I hope that uh, you're staying safe, uh, keeping your hands clean, don't touch your face, uh, only go where you need to go, uh, and uh, all those things. Uh, I know right now our world is crazy, our country's crazy, our state's crazy. Um, there's so much going on. There's so much despair. And, uh, it just seems like everything is crumbling, and, and uh, you know we're, we're faltering, we're failing. But let me tell you something. This is what we are expected to see. This is the process of the beginning of the end of time. Things are getting ready to start. Even getting, they're going to get worse. And let me tell you this: um, the end of time is right around the corner. And we better get ready. We better get ourselves together and get ourselves clean and get ourselves, uh, you know, get get our sins under the cover by the blood and show ourselves that God is what we need right now in this country. You have to believe that God is what is going to bring peace back into our country. We are seeing things happen with all over the world. We're seeing crumbling, we're seeing despair, we're seeing hurt, we're seeing, you know, no. there's no hope, there's no faith anymore. Everything is falling by the wayside. And this is what God, this is what the prophets in the Old Testament predicted that would come to pass. This is what Jesus preached that would come to pass. Peter and Paul, all these things will come, the despair, the hurt, the loss of faith, the loss of hope. You know, and now is the time when we need to cling to God more. Now is the time when we need to get our hope under control. Because let me tell you something today. Hope hurts. You say, okay, Jay, you're you're crazy. When you have hope, and I want you to listen to me, hope hurts. Because hope is is a faith tool. Okay? Are you listening to me? Hope is a faith tool. When something bad in your life happens, somebody gets sick or you lose your job, or you, things are not going, going your way, or, or things are not what you need them to be right now in your life, and every time you see some, every time you do something, it just seems like you fall back 10 steps, and you know, you, you have that loved one that is fighting cancer or uh, ALS or uh, MS or whatever. And there's hope that that, that they're going to be cured or, or they're going to uh, beat their disease. You know, that hope is there. But when you hope, when you have hope in something and you see it not going your way, it starts to hurt because you believe so badly that that's going to happen. That 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 miracle is coming, and yet your lost your loved one passes on, and therefore your hope um, hurts. You had hope, that you had faith to believe that it helped. But let me let me clarify something for you. They are healed. Amen. Your loved one is healed because God said that there is no sickness in heaven. 
There is no diseases in heaven. And so therefore, when they make it to heaven, as long as they believe and have faith and live that life, they're 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 clean. They they have a new body. They have a, they have a, they have a brand new body, and they are walking on the streets of gold. They're seeing the walls of jasper, the gates of pearl. They're hearing the angels sing. Uh, they're probably singing in the angels' choir. You know, all these things are coming to pass right now in our world. And right now is the time not to lose faith, not to give hope up hope, because the day. The day is important that we continue on our journey to stay strong, to use our faith, to pray that we see these things come to pass, but we see good things come and we see God manifesting in our lives and, and, and plenishing our lives and keeping us from the harm of the world that's happening right now. Because God is your wall against the world. God is your builder. He is your protector. He is what he he is your everything when all the things start to crumble around you god is your 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 protector he is your alpha and omega the beginning and the end you know that is the word you know so yeah that yeah hope hurts and you know i don't know how many people today that doesn't realize that that it, you know, what's the coming? You know, that this is just the beginning of what's going to happen. This is just the beginning of what we see. You know, this is, there's a lot, uh, there's a lot more things that, uh, a lot of, a lot of more bad things are going to come to pass. And, uh, you know, we're freaking out over a small little virus. But, you know, there, I believe with all my heart that, there's worse, there's going to be a lot worse things to come and happen. And we need to be prepared. We need to be ready. We need to be prayed up, fired up, and we need to be ready to go up if that's what it's going to take. I believe the end of time is right around the, right around the corner. So right now in your hour of despair, right now in destruction, the hour of destruction in your life, don't lose hope. I'm going to read you a scripture in Psalms 39. Seven, it says, Now, Lord, what do I wait for? My hope is in you. Rescue me from all my transgressions. Do not make me taunt of fools. I am speechless. I do not open my mouth because of what you have done. Remove your torment from me. Because of the force of your hand, I am finished. Your discipline a person with punishment for iniquity, consuming like a moth, but what a precious time. Yes, every human being is only a vapor. I'm here to tell you that hope is what your tool to faith. Faith, in Hebrews 11, 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for in the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for in the evidence of things not seen. You see what I'm saying? Without hope, without faith, you can't have hope. And without hope, you cannot have, you cannot have faith. So, don't let your hope fade in this time of need right now. Put your trust in the Lord. Put your hope in God Almighty. And let Him, let Him control what is going on in your life. See, we, we sometimes try to, to do these things on our own. We try 
And I don't understand that because the Bible says that we don't have to do anything on our own. That he is right there with us. He never leave us nor forsake us. He go with us even to the end of the world. And we are trying to continue to do these things, fix our problems, our issues, our our destruction on our, our own. And what we don't realize is we are getting in the way of God. And if you're in the way of God, how can God work in your life? How can God move in your situation if you're in the way? So step aside, my friend. Step aside and let God be God. Let God do his thing. And I promise you, it'll work out for you. I want to read you one more scripture. Peter 1, 21. says through him through him now you believe in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God so your faith and your hope are in God so right now with this coronavirus you know with this this is going on in the world we, we, we've got to have faith we've got to have the hope that God is going to really intervene in our lives and protect us, guide us, and use us. And that's what we need to be getting to do right now, is let God use us to minister and tell people, hey, look, if you trust in the Lord, if you put your faith in God, everything's going to be all right. Because this is just the start of the finish. This is just the start of the finish. And I believe with all my heart, we're in the processes of, processes, excuse me, we're in the process of right now seeing the end of time come. We're seeing, we're getting ready to see a lot, a lot more than what we're seeing right now. And it's bad right now. You can't even get a roll of toilet paper. Come on, people. I don't understand the toilet paper thing, but you can't even get a roll of toilet paper. Went to the store the other day. And uh, what was what, what's crazy is I, I went there to get, get a pack of sausage. Because I have a addiction to cream cheese sausage biscuits. And that's where you take sausage and uh, you fry your sausage and then you put your cream cheese in it and let it melt by, uh, on low and then you make uh, put it in a biscuit. And it's amazing. If you've never tried it, try it. It's wonderful. Uh, just use Nisa sausage and get you some uh, Philadelphia cream cheese and I promise you and, uh, you can make homemade biscuits. Uh, or you can get the big fluffy canned biscuits, and, uh, which is just as good. And uh, there you go. You, you have a wonderful breakfast. Uh, and I usually do that every weekend. So, uh, anyways, you know, um, I, I went to the grocery store and uh, to a food line that's right above my house. And uh, I just went there, like I said, for a pack of sausage and uh, and always some coffee uh, creamer. Uh, and you know what was re 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 crazy? What was crazy was there was not a bit of sausage except for um, two packs of Italian sausage. Uh, I guess nobody wanted them, and uh, I didn't want them. So I, you know, of course I didn't want them. So I didn't get that. And um, I usually use the hazelnut uh, coffee creamer, and they had one of the regular coffee made coffee creamer. The rest of the stuff was gone. The shelves were all empty. I mean, there was nothing hardly on the shelf, especially in the meat aisles. There was nothing. And, you know, I, I just heard and found out that we're, we may be going into a quarantine. 
where everything's going to shut down. You have to stay in your house. You have to live there. But, you know, I was thinking, uh, it may be that this is an opportunity for us to, to meditate and to empower ourselves with, with the word and, and with prayer and just really talk to God, you know, while we're in quarantine. What amazing opportunity it is that we can sit in our home and just talk to God um, and open up the word and just, just get in it and, and just feel at peace, even as we are quarantined. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity. So take your take that opportunity if it comes to that. And I hope it not. I hope it doesn't because it's gonna knock me out of work. But either way, if it comes and it happens, I want you to take that time and that those those moments, those days to really fast and pray and get in the Word and seek out God because in the Word teaches us in Matthew, if we seek, you know, we shall find. Knocking shall be opened unto you. You know, that is what God wants us to do is seek his face. He said we have not because we ask not. You know, God wants you to have. God wants you to be, have prosperity. He said, I want you to prosper as your soul prospers and be in good health. You know, in first, uh, third John, he says that. And, you know, I, I just want you to know that that you can use those opportunities to really get your relationship out, straighten out with God. And you really do some meditation in the Word and, and some prayer that, you know, just take, you know, pray. You know, sometimes we pray five little minutes and then boom, we're done. You know, we really need to sincerely pray. You know, the Bible teaches us that we need to have a prayer closet and get in that prayer closet and really talk to God. And see, we, we that's why we don't do, we don't have what we want because we're not really putting forth the effort. You know, if you ask God, you know, if you want, to be successful in life and you want things in life, all you got to do is ask God. But you've got to put the work in it now. You've got to put the work into it. And if you put the work into it, God will bless that your work ten times fold. Or you can get what you want, what you can have, is what you desire. He said, I'll give you your heart's desire. You know, so, but, you know, if you're not going to put forth, you can't, you cannot ask God for these things. And then sit down on your bed or on your couch and say, okay, you know, I'm waiting on God to do this. God needs to see work. He said, a man, he said, a man don't work, a man don't eat. But, you know, God needs to see you out about the Father's business. He needs to see you doing your part. And if you do your part, God will do his. I promise that. I promise you to the fullest. But I'm here to tell you that, yes, hope hurts. Hope is something that we we truly desperately need to continue to hold on to and not lose it. I know it's hard to keep it. I know it's hard to have it when you see someone suffering, when you see things around you, you know, what you're, you've, you've become acquainted with or what you know, and you start seeing it fall and you start seeing it, you know, despair and you know, failure becomes of it, whatever, you know, you know, your business shuts down with all this going on right now. It's hard to have hope. It's hard to have faith, but right. That's the moments in your life that you really need to, to hold on to it because if you'll hold on to it and if, if you apply it to your life, you will see all, 
all that you've lost will be granted to you ten times as more. I promise if you'll just hold on to your faith, to your hope, and not let go of what is happening in your life right now. It's, you know, one thing I've, I have learned in my life, in my 33 years on this earth, is when your body, when your physical body, okay, is is in trouble and, and you're in pain. Now, I want to tell you a story about a cousin of mine who's in her 20s. And she's, she's very young, and she just had a major back surgery, and I want to tell you something about her. I, I have seen, I, I, I wasn't around her a whole lot, but I knew what she was going through because I also suffered with back pain, but it wasn't as severe as hers because her sciatic nerve was being crushed. My, my disc, my L1 disc or L4 disc is uh, deteriorated deteriorating and but hers was pinched in her her sciatic nerve and because she was so young they didn't want to do the surgery on her but for i think about four or five maybe six years i watched her suffer with this pain uh when i lived at the coast she came down to our house and to visit with her her husband and their kids and other cousins came down as well, my brothers, and we had a house full of people, and the whole time we were there, so they were all there visiting for the weekend. I think, actually, it was for a week because it was for the 4th of July. She wasn't able to go and do anything. She would go out to eat with us, but she'd have to go straight back home, and the whole time she was there, uh, she'd ride in the car, she'd have to lay in the back seat. Uh, on her back. Um, when she was at the house, we were all outside talking and, and carrying on, or we'd go ride jet skis or whatever. She had to lay on the floor because her back was hurting so bad she couldn't sleep on her bed. She had to lay on the floor, and that was the only relief that she got. But one thing that I realized with her, she would she would be upset and she would cry, and she would ask God why. Why she was going through this? What was the problem? What 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 did she need to do in her life to to get this under control? She could not take the pain anymore. The pain had had taken control of her life. It had actually become her life, and she couldn't be the mother she needed to be to her kids. That's how she felt, and she couldn't be the wife she needed to be to her husband. But she but one thing I learned, I seen it as I was watching her, and she doesn't know this because I've never told her. She always had hope. I remember when I walked in one day at the house when they was at the beach. I remember her telling me, you know, I remember we were talking about her pain and what she was going through and how much she hurt. And she said, I know God has got this. She told me that. And I won't never forget that. She said, I know God's got this. I know God can do this. And I trust him. I love him. I know God's got this. And, you know, that right there showed me that she still had hope. Even in her darkest hour. Even in her most depression, 
depressed despair, she continued to hold on to hope in those six years or five years or however long that she would be healed. That she would get some relief eventually and be able to be the person she was at once. And I have seen her recently and she has lost a ton of weight since her surgery. And she is doing terrific. God allowed the, the, the doctors to finally agree to do the surgery. They didn't want to do it because she was so young. But they God has finally made a opened it. Let me say this. God opened a doorway for her. And she walked through it. And now she has relief. Now she's able to be the mother she needs to be. And, and now she's able to be the wife to her husband. And she's able to go out and do things and and be herself again and lose weight and get her life back into control and become healthy. And I am proud of her. She's doing extremely well. And she is one of my favorite cousins. She's one of my, I guess I'm closer to her than any of them. And I love her with all of my heart. And I would do anything in the world for her. And I hope she knows that. And I hope she listens to this. And she she inspired me to to continue to hold on to hope. Um, when I was struggling with drugs, I never gave up my hope that I would get clean and that I would be uh, on the right path and on the right road. And I am I have done that, and I've been clean for over two years. I'm back serving God again. I'm back doing what I need to do. What I feel that. God has called me to do, and that is to be a leader, to lead the way, to minister the way, the right way. And she did a, she doesn't know this, but she inspired me to do that. And she's the one, by watching what she was going through, that helped me get clean and get my life back together. And I just want to tell her, I love you, sissy, with all of my heart. And you will never know how much you mean to me. You are wonderful. You are a beautiful person. Don't let anybody ever tell you different. Inside and out. And I thank God for you. And I thank God you're my double first cousin. And you you are precious to me. You always have been since you was little. And I thank God for you. And I want you to stay strong and keep the faith. And let God be God in your life. And let him lead you and your family. And you will always always be on the right path as long as he's in front of you and leading you and walking you just following his footsteps i love you sissy i really love you so so much you you are so important to me never forget that i'm always here for you if you ever need to talk if you ever need anybody just remember i'm here for you so all of that I, and with that said it is hard to hold on to hope in our hard times it's hard to hold on to hope when we are fighting and, and we're going through despair and we and we're struggling and we don't know which way to go and what to do. So that's when you need to take that moment and just stop and meditate and for a moment and pray and say, God, you know, I'm kinda confused. I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know which way you want me to go. I am in a just you know, I am very I am very alone alone, I'm very lowly, uh, my life is low. My faith is my faith is thin. I know that I'm not where I need to be with you. I know my relationship with you is rocky. God, show me the way. Lead me the way in the way that you want me to 
go. And I promise, Lord, I'll have my life back where it needs to be. And I'll work on my relationship with you. And I promise if you'll talk, talk, talk to God for a moment, God will open that door and lead you to the path you need to go. So don't ever give up. Don't ever feel like, you know, it's this is the time to quit because it's never a time to stop. This is the moment in our lives right now where this world, the way it is, when we need to continue to hold on to our faith and hope more and more every day. I believe that eventually our president's going to call, you know, it's going to be martial law coming out. And if martial law takes place, you know, the military takes over, and, you know, there's going to be a a, war, a country uh, that you've never seen in America. Things are going to happen in America that we've never, ever witnessed if this takes, if this comes to pass. I, I believe that I have read articles and and watched newscasts on, you know, Facebook. And you got to be careful because you do get fake news and stuff. But I, there is a, a man that uh, does a lot of research. And I watch his episodes, and he is really showing evidence that there will be martial law eventually declared in our country. So you need to pray. Right now is the time to get close to God. Right now is the time to have God leading you. Because if you try to lead yourself, you're going to fail, you're going to falter, and you're going to lose. And you don't want to lose. We are winners. We're winners, we're not losers. Is that right, right? So, you know, there's a... We need to we need to be uh, taking our, these, our precious moments that we have and using them to do the good things of life, in life, do the right things in life. And if you're suffering today with, with some kind of pain in your body or, or some kind of disease, you know, I want you to know that you don't have to face this alone. You're not in this alone. God truly is there, and He truly does want Him to help you and heal you. He loves you. He loves you more than you could ever imagine. Okay, our 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 hearts and our minds could never consume the knowledge of the love of God. And what he, when he died, when Jesus died on the cross, he proved his love so much for us. And I believe if you were the one that's listening to this, if you would be the very last one, the last person on earth, I think and believe, I don't think I believe it, I know it, that Jesus Christ would have died for you. That is love beyond love. And, and what is so amazing is God loves us more than Jesus and God. You know, they're, they're all the same spirit. They're all one. They love us even more than that. But we can't comprehend the knowledge of it, of that love. So just imagine the, the, the ten times the love that Jesus showed on the cross. You know, there's how much they love us. And that love on the cross was amazing. It was fulfilled and it was fulfillment. And so I want you to be inspired today to love and to respect and to to work on your relationship with God, not to give up in your despair, not to give up in your pain, but cling to God even more right now. Hold on to Jesus, because if you hold on to him, he will make everything okay. 
you know, he never promised the rose garden. He never promised that we wouldn't have to bear burdens and go through hurt and go through pain. But he did promise that we wouldn't go through it alone and that he can make it easier if we just ask him and really sit down and believe in him and really use our faith. You know, faith is such a wonderful tool to have. And it doesn't take much. It, you know, it says a mustard seed of faith. And a mustard seed, if you've never seen one, Google it. It's so tiny. That's all it takes. That's all the faith we need to, to see God's work. To see God work in our life. That's all the faith and hope we need. I want you to cling to that. I want you to hold to that. I want you to know that you don't have to go through these times, these trials alone. This, this is a battle that you don't have to face alone. Let God fight your battle for you. There is a saying that my brother wrote. He did our t-shirts for our church, for our youth group. And he put on there, he said, you know, don't tell God how big the storm is. Tell the storm how big your God is. And I know that, you know, I read that over and over and over. And I was thinking, what a wonderful, a what a wonderful passage, a, a, a wonderful quote, you know, why, why complain? Why tell God what we're going through and what's going on in our lives when we ought to tell what's going on in our lives, who we serve, what he can do, how powerful he is, and that, that all we got to do is claim victory, and you've got to go. Well, you've got to go. This disease, this pain, this hurt, this misery has got to go because my God is bigger than any of them. Any of them. He's bigger, he's much more powerful than this old disease or this craziness we're facing in life right now. I'm just, I'm not the most educated person or the, or the most knowledgeable person in the world. I do know the world very well, but that doesn't make me a, a scholar. I'm just an old country boy that has faced many battles, that has been through so much misery who's been in jail for something he did not do, who's spent many years doping and drugging and losing his life and his faith and, and, and his hope to the tent where, you know, he had a fight to get that hope back, and I did. I fought. I, I watched, like I said, I watched my cousin and went through to see what she went through, and it inspired me to hold on to hope. And that's what I did, and it helped change my life. So, you know, you may hear me use country slang or, or, you know, just maybe repeat myself a couple of times. But I am not here to be a fancy scholar or this, uh, you know, a, a Joe Osteen or whatever you want to call me. I'm here. Because I know what we're facing. I know what is coming. And this is just the beginning of what's coming. Even if this virus is controlled and, and, it's, and, and, and it's gone. There, this is, that's not the end. There's a lot of worse things that are about to come. That's about to take place. Because the end of time, friends, is right at the hand. It's right near. And, and it is near. It's, it is coming. And we need to be ready. We have to work on our relationship with God. We've got to hold on to our hope. 
even when it hurts, we've got to face the fact that hope is the only thing we have. If you have, if you don't have hope, you believe in nothing. Without hope, there you believe nothing. You have nothing. It's over. Hope is your tool to a better life, a successful life, a wonderful life. Because hope is your faith. Because you hope that you will be successful. You hope, you know, faith is the substance of things hope for. Faith is the substance of hope for. And I'm telling you, you don't have to go through these things alone. You don't have to face these things alone. You are, you are not alone in this world. And I know some of you feel that way. Some of you may lay, on, lay down at night and just, you know, stare at your ceiling and think, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't have nobody. I'm so alone. I'm, I'm, I'm miserable. I'm going through these battles by myself. I'm facing these hard times. I'm about to lose my job. I'm about to lose my home. You know, don't let that be your reality. Don't let that be your reality. Take control of your life. And let God be God in your life. And I guarantee you, He'll save your job. He'll save your home. If He doesn't, He'll give you something even better. Because when one door closes, another one opens. And you've got to walk through it. When God opens that door, walk through it. If you choose not to walk through it, then you, you choose the life of misery. You chose to live that life. You chose to keep that misery in your life because you refused to walk through the door. But I'm telling you, if you end up losing that good job or that big house, do not do not threat. Do not fret because God is about to bless you even more. You're about to receive even bigger and better things in your life. Because God has another path for you to take. I don't want you to give up. I don't want to see people losing their hope. I don't want to see people fall. I don't want to see people say, it's over. Say, just throw up your hands. Throw in the towel. Don't, don't do it yet. Hold on just a little bit longer. Cling to God. Fall to your knees. Cry out to Him. Whatever it takes. And know that you can do this. Know that you're not alone. Hold to your hope. Hold to your faith. And listen to your heart. Because God is talking. He is directing your life. If you're letting Him in. This coronavirus got everybody, you know, acting crazy. It's amazing that I people not you know fought and killed. And matter of fact, when I was in Fulan, a big fight broke out over two, over one roll of toilet paper. That's how that was left, and a great big fight broke out. And I was thinking, my my my, they'll fight over a roll of toilet paper. But they won't fight for God. 
they won't fight for those that are on the street homeless. They won't fight for those that are starving. There's little children that are starving. There's little children that are being abandoned. They won't fight for that, but they'll fight for a roll of toilet paper. Our priorities are not in order. The man that grabbed that roll of toilet paper, when the other man came up and began to uh, uh, to 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 he began to disrespect this young man, okay? And say things that shouldn't have been said. Do things to, you know, that shouldn't have been shoving and punching. And they begin to fight, and others begin to fight, wanting all of this big crowd, wanting this roll of tormentor. The young man should have said, you know, sir, if you need it that bad, God bless you. Because when you give, when you can't give, listen, when you give, when you cannot give, when you give in your despair, God's going to bless you, okay? God's going to make sure that you are blessed. And I promise you, if that young man, when he gave that roll of toilet paper to that man, said, God bless you, here you go, God would have made sure he had four or five roll of toilet paper somewhere that come from nowhere. A miracle. I promise you, I'm telling you, I've seen it happen. I've, it's happened to me. I paid for a young lady's meal the other morning. And God allowed me to receive a blessing in return. I thank God for that. I love him. He's been good to me. And I have let him down in so many ways. And I still let him down every single day. But I'm here to tell you that you don't have to be alone in your despair, in your hardships. He's there, right there beside you. Just reach out. Just start talking to him. He's listening. He wants to hear from you. He needs to hear from you. That's what he's there for, to control and take care of his children. We are the, the Bible says out of all the creating things he created on this earth, we, will, we are what's most precious to him. He loves you. And he, he loves me. And it feels good to know that we are not alone. That we we are we are God's children. We are what what we we are I'm 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 I've lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, but we are the, his precious creation. The creation that he loves the most. So if he loves that creation the most, do you not think he's going to take care of it? Do you not think that he's got it in control? Listen to me. He's got what you're going through in control. Just let it go. Sometimes, sometimes we, 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 when God's trying to take something, control of something and, and Help us through something. You know, he 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 go. He can only do so much because we're still holding to it. We're still holding on to that despair. We're still holding on to that misery. You gotta let it go. You gotta let go and let your faith and hope work for you. 
Let it be a tool that works for you, not against you. Okay? If that family member is suffering from a disease, if you've lost your job or you're losing your home, if there's no food in your fridge, let go of that misery and give it to God. And and I promise if you'll sit back, you'll start seeing that fridge fill up. That family member will start becoming better. We'll get better. You will find a better job, a nicer home. But it really takes prayer and a lot, and it takes just a little bit of faith and a lot of hope. Don't give up. Don't lose yourself in this hardships that we are facing in this country right now. Turn to God. Turn to Jesus. When you feel like you can't go no further, call on him. And he'll pull you the rest of the way. He'll reach out for you. <laughs> he will reach his hand out to you. Just take his hand. He loves you and I today. So don't give up. I thank you for joining us on the Just Saying Podcast. Where we talk about everything and anything. But today we talked about hope. Talked about faith, talked about love, talked about Jesus. Because we don't want to lose our faith and our hope. We want it to work for us and we want it to use it in the right way. And that's by giving God our battles and our hardships, our struggles and our pain. Letting go of it and let God be God. And watch Him work. All you got to do is sit back and watch Him work. It will always be there, right by your side. He loves you today. Call on him in your time of need. Let God work for you. Don't hold on to your misery. Let go. Please, please, let go. Thank you again for listening to Just Saying. Remember, Follow me on James Edwards Music, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Like our pages, share our videos, share our podcast. We're looking for supporters. Without support, we can't continue to do what we do. We need support from you, the listener. There's a way to donate. Just go to the message thing. If you want to donate to our 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 calls to get the word out, our ministry out, then we will appreciate it because we, we desperately need it. We're not begging for money because we're doing what we do. We're paying on our own right now and, you know, God's blessing, but it doesn't hurt. The Bible says a man is worthy of his hire, and that means it's, it's you know, people's responsibility to take care of that ministry. And I've done that. I've helped ministries out my whole life but anyways if you want to donate i would i do appreciate it i really you could use it but if you don't i really love you and i thank you for listening i'm gonna cut it short today um we've been on about 45 minutes that's 
you know, usually we're on for an hour, we do an hour show, but today we're going to just relax and let you um, take in what we talked about today and let it apply it to your life, let it empower you, uh, lift you up, inspire you to do something, and let God be God in your life. Hope hurts, but don't let go of it. You need it to defeat the enemy. Thank you for listening to the Just Saying Podcast. Remember to follow us on our James Edwards Music Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. We thank you for listening. We thank you for being here. We thank you for the support you give us. You're amazing. You're wonderful. And you're beautiful. You're beautiful people. And don't let no one ever tell you different. Ever tell you different. I hope you have a wonderful and blessed evening. And we are looking forward to next week's episode. So stay tuned for the Just Saying Podcast. God bless each and every one of you. Bye-bye.